This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Through uh, all of COVID and and beyond, we've had all kinds of uh, you know strange behavior on behalf of human beings. Uh, but one of the consistent things that we've just been, uh, I don't know, I've found to be so remarkable is this Young Leaders in Action group uh, who have really uh, jumped to the top of the line of stepping up and volunteering and being a part and a fabric of the community and giving back. And, you know, that leadership changes out. We've got two seniors and two sophomores in the studios with us here this morning. But about 76 kids from all the local high schools uh, through the Community Foundation. And uh, it, it's just been a, a crazy thing to watch these young people lead uh, by example uh, and from the front. Uh, and one of the things that they have done now, uh, I don't know if this is the second or the third year, but we'll find out in just a second, but they've got $5,000 uh, in service grant money to fund uh, mental health projects that are focused on youth in our community. And uh, within the podcast and the story on Nauticator.com, you'll find a link to the application uh, information, uh, and you have until February 28th, uh, but we'll tell you all about that in a second. But this is great because they're deciding where these dollars go and and how it impacts people in our community, which is pretty cool. Uh, All right. I was a little worried uh, uh, as they were walking in, Weston. It felt like a clown car of YLIA. I just kept seeing the bodies come in. I'm like, we've only got four microphones. So Tamithi is not going to be on the air with us, but she's here. Uh, uh, observing. Uh, how did you get involved uh, with YLIA? Well, so when I was a sophomore, my mom saw the application on Facebook and was like, you're just sitting around the house, it's COVID time, you need to get out and do something. So she made me fill out the application and uh, I kind of got bit with the bug of service. So I've been doing that ever since. All right. So talk to me about what that felt like as a sophomore. Now you're a senior and in a leadership role. What have you learned? Um, I've met a lot of new people, made a lot of new friends, and I've gotten many qualities that uh, advance me as a leader that I'll continue to use next year and the years after. All right. And you're a, a senior at Mount Zion, right? Yep. All right. What's this school year feel like versus the last couple? Uh, back to normal. Yeah. It's a finally the first year we don't have to worry about masks. There's no social distancing at school, and it's kind of just like a normal year of school would be. Yeah, it's been tough on young people, right? I mean, particularly people who were of junior high age during all this. They kind of got thrown from grade school into high school without a lot of transitioning. Uh, And so that's been tough, right? Yeah, I have a brother that went from grade school pretty much to high school. So I'm not sure how that's like, but he's been doing fine. So, All right, tell me, uh, Young Leaders in Action, uh, walk me through, you you know, your involvement this year, you know, kind of in a leadership position versus when your mom said, hey, get out of the house and do something. All right, so Young Leaders in Action, if you didn't know, is a group of young leaders, I guess, from all the schools in Macon County that we go around and we do community service. And um, last year we started a grant, which is what we're on talking about today. So I'm going to give it to... All right, we have... uh, uh, Let me properly introduce our guest here, Weston. You're good. Uh, We've got uh, Morgan Perkins and uh, Lexi Marion and and Anaya Ireland uh, in the studios from Mount Zion and Meridian. Uh, Let me ask you first and foremost, do you enjoy being in charge? I mean, like, you get to make the decisions. Unlike other groups, you know, they they get kids to volunteer for something. They kind of tell them where to go and what to do. You guys get to self-determine all that. Yeah, it's pretty weird being the youth in the group and being in charge. Like, I'm over here telling adults what we're going to do. It just feels odd. 
but I like it. Yeah, well, you know, being in leadership <laughs> isn't easy. And I think that's probably something you you learn quickly, right? That yeah. being the one who has to make the decisions comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it definitely does come with a lot of responsibility. All right. And, and uh, uh, Lexi, you're a sophomore at Meridian? Yes. All right. And what made you get involved in the group? Um, I saw some stuff on social media like my freshman year and I realized I couldn't apply until like later in my freshman year and I like volunteering in my time so I just decided it'd be something fun to do all right and has that paid off I mean is, is it what you expected or more yes I love it all right and and tell me a little bit about getting to meet kids that maybe you wouldn't meet you know from other schools or other parts of the community and, and what that interaction is like um it's definitely nice to like meet other people from our community and stuff because I feel like going to a small school, you're sort of like you hang out with everyone and you don't really meet other people. You know, broaden your horizon. This has been yeah. able. And do you find, and this is to me the key to human existence, is when you meet other people, you find that you have a lot more in common than you don't, right? No yes. matter if it's a bigger school or a different district, you find those same things that you enjoy. Yes. All right. Uh, and I, the same for you. How did you get involved? I um, knew a ton of friends from my school who were involved, and I was interested in it when I was a freshman as well as Lexi. And when they sent out a form through our um, SAD leader, I guess you could say, uh, I applied, and I didn't realize I got in until, like, our, after our first meeting. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm so behind and yeah, I've loved it ever since. All right, so what, each of you, give me some takeaways, Western. I mean, what what you know, what have you learned that's going to prepare you for the rest of your life? You said you got bit by the bug of, of service, right? So it's important, uh, you know, because the vast majority of people don't step up and give back and volunteer their time. And I'm always grateful for the people that do, but it's an important thing to do. Yeah, some of the things that I've learned the best is kind of like how to communicate with others. Like I felt like I've grown from not being able to talk to people and being shy to, to be able to talk to anyone and kind of uh, put myself in their shoes and understand what's going on so we can help them to the of our fullest ability. All right, Morgan? Mine's kind of similar to Weston's. I used to be the little kid that would hide behind my mom yeah. in public, and now that I'm in all these organizations, I've learned how to communicate with other people, and it's something that people need to know how to do absolutely it will serve you the rest of your life do they still do speech class i mean do you still have yeah. to get up and do that well, but we need to do more of that right it's the thing that people are terrified of more so than even death which is crazy but they are but those communication skills will follow you the rest of your life yep all right uh when you guys when you get the applications in february 28th is the deadline is that right Yes. Okay. And then what happens after that? Because you have $5,000 you're going to be giving away. Is there a committee? Do you guys review? I mean, what, you know, what's the process look like? Yeah. So we review our applications and the $5,000 will not necessarily be given out to one. No, but several organizations. Yeah, yeah. But several groups and we go through a process and we choose which group. All right. It it's doesn't it. look like uh, the details you're asking for, you know, your name and description of the group, the contacts, the demographics served by the organization, you know, that seems like a pretty simple and easy process, yes. right? But you're looking for stuff that's going to be aimed at youth and, and mental mm -hmm. health. Specifically youth mental health, yes. Uh, a school or a nonprofit organization that has a project 
that will impact mental health is what we are looking for. All right. for can, this can you give me an example, any of you, of like who won last year so you kind of get an idea of people that apply? So last year, um, there was a few who won. It was South Shores Elementary, the Art Councils, Old King's Orchard, and two teachers, one from Dennis and one from Mountain Zion. Uh, we actually went and saw this what South Shores uh, Elementary did. They actually made a ninja path, which it, ninja walk, which is where they had a di- ton of different exercises for the kids to do. And it was really cute because some of the kids demonstrated it for us, and we also got to do it ourselves. Yeah, how cool is it, you know, you you go out and it's sort of a theory, like, you know, here's the thing we want to do, and you guys are able to fund it and then go see it in action? Yeah. That must be, you know, it feels really good to see what the work does, right? Yeah. All right. So how many, for the requirements for YLIA, I mean, you guys are in now, but as people are coming in next year and there's an application process, right? How many hours do you have to put in? You know, what are what kind of the requirements if there's uh, youngsters coming up behind you that want to be the next generation of leadership? Okay, so we have our new member application that opens actually next Monday, February 20th. And we'll be kind of looking for students who, I guess, are involved at their school, but also have time to commit to YLA outside of their school. Typically, we look for around four hours-ish a month of service from YLA, and two two hours of that four is just coming to the monthly meeting every month, and then they're kind of expected to serve in at least one or two events that gets them the other two hours. But we have a lot of members that go uh, over and beyond that and serve at a lot more things. So you can make it whatever you want to make it, but there's a a minimum requirement. Yeah, there is a minimum requirement. We don't just want students that don't show up and then just slap it on their college resume and say, oh, I was in this, but in reality, they didn't do anything. Trust me, you'll deal with that the rest of your life. That's not uh, unique to the YLIA. Uh, You can go to MaconCountyGives.org. Timothy's email address is tjoiner, J-O-Y-N-E-R, at MaconCountyGives.org. You can send in uh, your request there as well. It must be a 501c3 nonprofit organization, church or school. Uh, Youth-led groups are especially encouraged to apply, so uh, we want to hear from you. they got $5,000 to give out, so uh, we could have multiple, multiple winners. Well, keep us posted on this and, and let us know who the uh, grant recipients are, and you guys are welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Right. Thank you. Here we go. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.